thank you for joining us if it's your first time. This is the Mind Wealth Podcast, and my name is Chelsea. Get ready to sit back, relax, and unwind while we chat about all kinds of things. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Today, I was not expecting to talk about this topic, but I got a special request from a friend of mine who needed this stat. So today, we're talking about toxic masculinity. Right off the bat, I want to say in general, masculinity is not toxic. That is, the majority of the following episode, we're going to be talking about toxic behavior and how to avoid or deal with it in effective ways, and specifically how this affects our workplaces. But first, a little history to help you understand a bit about how the term toxic masculinity was created and why it's in our society. The term was created in the late 20th century and was coined during a men's movement that was in counterbalance to resurgence in the feminine movements. It was created in the 1980s during a time when men wanted to take back their more classic roles and diverge them from the more harmful side of masculinity. The traits attributed to toxic masculinity are those we might place squarely in the masculine definition, but they go further than that, pointing specifically to the far end of the spectrum and they are looking to allow for a differentiation between being a man and being a toxic man. Such things as violence, hostility towards femininity, emotional illiteracy, and sexual entitlement fall into this toxic category, which they wanted to separate from the more traditionally male archetypes like the king, the wild man, or the warrior. To create space for these terms and how to separate them, the term toxic masculinity was born, but it was not widely used until around 2015. Not only is this toxic version of masculinity unhealthy for those around it, it is unhealthy for the individual as well. It creates further gaps in gender inequality and shapes sexist behaviors. It stunts the emotional health and relationships surrounding the man holding on to the toxic traits. Those exhibiting these behaviors are likely to be in the most need of mental help, as they are treating others in a fashion that speaks strongly to their inner workings. Having a term like toxic masculinity also helps make talking about the subject easier. It's less technical than some of the other terms that could be used interchangeably, such as patriarchal masculinity or sexist masculinity, but it also diffuses some of the tensions that go along with some of those words. It allows us to speak to the box that many men are put into, and how we do not have to conform to terms like boys will be boys. Now that we have specifically talked about the masculine version of the problem and where it stems from, let's open it up to toxic work behavior in general, and then we'll get into what to do about it. Toxic behavior is, at its core, behavior that affects the environment negatively, whether that be a workspace, a home, or a friendship. This can come from literally anyone within the space. What you need to look out for is someone who is, after interacting with them, making you feel drained or angry or upset. These people may be rude over virtual communication, impersonal communication, or just in your environment. They may talk down to you about yourself or about others. They may berate you or work for no reason, and they may just be very difficult to work with. If you find yourself encountering somebody who makes you feel this way or has a lot of negative behaviors, what can you do about it? Specifically, let's talk about these toxic behaviors in the workplace. If this negative behavior is new behavior from a coworker, try and identify the problem or what could have stemmed the change in their behavior. We are all people and we all have bad days. And although it's not your problem to fix, talking about it might help. 
If you could identify what causes the change in behavior, you might be able to speak to them about what happened to cause the shift and get them back on the right track. Or bring it to management and have them check in with the person to see if there's anything they could assist with, as the change in behavior was definitely noticed. Document the behavior. This serves two purposes. First, it gives you hard evidence when you confront the individual about their behavior, say if it was in an email, you can point to the text. Then you could ask them something along the lines of, Your email was worded in a way that felt like you were speaking down to me. You can see it here in this line. Was that your intention? Generally, pointing it out and calling someone directly on their bad behavior will adjust it without much more effort. It's like, if you could see a recording of yourself throwing a tantrum, how likely would you be to continue that kind of behavior? Secondly, documentation allows you to speak to management with evidence if you cannot seem to work through the change or the negative behavior after confronting the individual. Try to find a compromise. This may mean you ask to not be placed on the same projects as them, or you find ways to assign portions of projects that can be worked on independently from that specific coworker. Engage your boss for solutions as well. They should be able to help create separation between the two of you if things are becoming emotionally heated. If this person is one of your subordinates, being direct and honest is something a team leader should do in these cases. When doing personnel reviews or requesting one-on-one -on -one meetings, be frank about what has been brought to your attention and state what you would like them to change about it. Then explain to them the consequences of these continued actions, up to and including termination. While you should not terminate them right away, you should watch them and look for changes requested and give them positive feedback if they are taking the steps needed. If they are not, document the times you witness it and prepare for more conversations. We can always work on understanding that their actions and behaviors are not about us. That the rude things or negative ways that they go about their days have nothing to do with you specifically as a person. You shouldn't take their behaviors personally. And while I know it's a much easier thing to say than do, remember that they likely have a lot of things going on in their personal life that causes them to act this way towards people at work. Some more tips in dealing with toxic behavior? Do not bring up the toxic behavior during a team meeting in front of all of the other people. This will only make things worse. While they are not being kind or polite, everyone else can already see that. It's your job to take the high road, however difficult it may be at times, and address their negative behaviors in private and face-to-face -face if possible. If you do not feel safe having the conversation one-on-one, -on -one, bring a trusted supervisor or a third party who can account for what happens in the meeting, particularly somebody like HR. Do not disrespect them. Again, this is going to be difficult as they're not treating you very kindly but try to focus on keeping your behavior completely politically correct and above bar. Do all of your communication with this specific person in front of others, and if it is written, do your best to keep it polite and formal. Nothing good can be gained from you allowing them to bring you down to their level and acting similar to how they treat you. That is generally what the person is looking to achieve, and we're not about to let them win. Set the bar for how you would like to be treated in your treatment of others and they might surprise you in their adjustments. And finally, it's always hard to deal with somebody who is difficult at work. Be gentle with yourself. You're not going to get it right every time, but continue to work towards a more feasible and reasonable work environment. Whether this means taking the issue to HR or to management, make sure that you are standing up for yourself 
and speaking up for your teammates. While these situations will always be difficult to handle, remember that you're stronger than the situation, that you can do this. You got it. And as always, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I've enjoyed our time together. If you want to join me again for another chat, you can keep your eyes peeled every Wednesday for a new episode. Feel free to follow me at MindWealth on Instagram if you want to get to know me a little bit in the meantime. I'm looking forward to seeing you next week. Thank you.